Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Kat. How's it going? Going good. I'm pretty excited to be talking about the throat chakra today uh, because that's the one I always feel like I need to work on. Oh, really? I know. And yet Uh, you're such a beautiful podcaster. Well, and you know, it's that just making sure I really get into that creative expression and, you know, just don't hold, hold anything back. Tell your truth, baby. I know. Yep. Yep. Right. So, on. I love this chakra because it's associated with sound and has to do with creative expression and speech and communication. And we both know that neither one of us have a problem with speech or communication at all. <laughs> No, if anything, we're overactive. And I believe we both are pretty darn good when it comes to creative expression as well. The throat chakra, it gives you the ability to speak honestly. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle, but also to receive, process, and assimilate information and to connect with and speak our truth. And I love that. And it is the center of transformation and change. Indeed. The color is turquoise and the element is ether. The location is at our throat and our neck. And so the associated body parts obviously are the throat, the neck, the ears, the jaw, the mouth, the teeth, the gums, the tongue, thyroid gland. So that's, and that's a lot of people almost, I would say a good third of the people that come into our studio have thyroid issues, but the gemstones associated with it are aquamarine, blue opal and carnelian. In fact, do you have any blue opal? I have opal. It does have blue in it, but it's not blue opal. Well, that's cool. I was just curious because you're kind of a rock girl. You got I am of- a rock girl and I have aquamarine, which is one of my faves. It is also my birthstone. But yeah. I don't have any blue stones. That's what I was just thinking. Wow. So I need to buy some blue stones from Tanya. We need to work on that for you. I know we do. Okay. Uh, the flower essences associated with this chakra are the cosmos, larkspur, and larch. I'm not real familiar with larch. L-A-R-C-H-E. Do you know that one? I don't. Also essential oils, chamomile, orange, and rosemary. What else would you add on to the essential oils? Interesting that chamomile is because ironically, I'm allergic to chamomile. Really? Uh-huh. But that's interesting. That is interesting. I would probably throw in peppermint and eucalyptus because they're both for breathing, which is really, in theory, anything between chakras four and five. Because And it also opens you up. You know, if you feel stagnant, you feel, you know, kind of down in your creativity and you take a big whiff of peppermint. Wow. Right. And in theory, the nose is actually connected to the fifth chakra as well. Mm -hmm. True, true. Nose and ears, eustachian tubes, sinuses. Mm -hmm. Well, well, some of the basic issues associated with this chakra are communication, creativity, expression, humility, and manifesting ideas. And an unbalanced throat chakra can bring a lack of ability to express yourself. And I think that's, I, I never have trouble expressing myself, but I think that's why I hone in on this chakra because, you know, I'm always editing myself as I write. So and I got I gotta stop doing that. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> Trust um, your truth. I 
know. Listen to it and run with it. If you have an unbalanced throat chakra, you may feel stagnant and not able to communicate. You might even be holding on to unexpressed anger. You may feel like you're not being heard or you feel like you can't make yourself heard. You may have a fear of speaking because uh, you're afraid you're gonna say the wrong thing. And I think a lot of people can connect with that. Some emotional issues or mental issues associated with this chakra are frustration, timidity, dishonesty, criticism of yourself and others, low self-esteem, excessive talking, inability to verbalize, shyness, or being overly opinionated. Yeah, the overly opinionated on the other side of the fence. Talking right. too much, interrupting people, talking mm-hmm. over other people. Mm-hmm. Or not even listening to other people because you're so busy thinking about what you're going to say next. Right, exactly. I think we've all fallen into that before, especially if you're you know, talking with people that you really want to make it a good impression on. But yeah, so that's definitely a sign of an unbalanced throat chakra. Physical issues are sore throat, respiratory illnesses, dental problems, teeth grinding. Yeah. Are you a teeth grinder? I am not, but I am a gritter. Are like you? I will I will wake up in the morning and be like, why is my jaw sore? And I know that it is stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. but it's definitely coming out in my fifth chakra. Yeah. Now I'm a teeth grinder and I guess I always have been my whole life, but also skin irritations, ear infections, a stiff neck, thyroid problems, and attention disorders. And some common addictions are smoking, inhalants, and an exercise high. Oh, runner's high. I know. Interesting. A little is good, but more is better kind of a mentality. Right, absolutely. always true. So if I follow along with the book like that I've been doing as we go along, you know, using the Anatomy of the Spirit by Caroline Miss Mice, M-Y-S-S, mm-hmm. the fifth chakra is our connection to choice. Mm-hmm. So this is the emotion or the mental struggle that goes along with it. All the illnesses that we have have a connection to the throat chakra because of their association to choice. And that's sometimes really hard for people to get a grasp of or for people to want to even hear that they're responsible for their own unwellness, their own dis-ease. People don't want to think that, like, it was my fault. Why did I get sick, right? But it is, you know, nine-tenths the law. You were there. This is what you were doing. This is your behavior. All of those come out of choice, which then leads you down that, we'll say, rabbit hole of dis-ease, right? Tough to take, though, because some of us are like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to have to bear responsibility for why I got cancer. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that you and I have talked about this and battled with those conversations with ourselves, and, mm-hmm. you know, tried to come to our own, you know, place of acceptance with that. So, but again, as you know, we, you were talking, the weakness of this chakra related to fear of authority, mm-hmm. right? Like if we say the wrong thing, somebody somewhere is going to get mad. Yeah. And, you know, we're never going to be able to stop that. No matter what we say, someone's going to be offended by it. You know, you can't stop your truth simply because it doesn't align with someone else's truth. Well, and if you stop your truth, you're going to make yourself sick by trying to shove yourself into a mold you're not supposed to be in, too. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so remembering that, you know, the first of our chakras is really about our tribes. The second moves into those relationships. The third's about our will. The fourth is about our emotion. Well, the fifth is about that expression of that emotion, right? That ability to say, I love you. That ability to say, you're upsetting me right now. That ability to say, you know, I'm feeling this and I need to 
discuss this with you mm-hmm. kindly, right? That ahimsa, regardless, still right. is applicable. And it is, you know, becomes our life story. We've talked about this before. Our biography becomes our biology. Our story, if it is not told truthfully, becomes negative biology. And that's exactly what we're talking about when it comes to illness. Right. In that also is like you talk about relationship to substance, mm-hmm. addiction, relationships to money, greed can mm-hmm. fall in this, as well as our relationship to power. Well, I said this, right? Comes yeah. right out of the fit chakra. And then emotional control, when we feel out of control, anxiety creeps right up into our throat right? We feel it tighten up right there. The same with grief, why we get choked up with tears, because it all comes right to that fifth chakra. And also, it's our inability to accept God's will, ironically, in the fifth chakra. Wow. And the cool, maybe not cool, but the interesting part of that is that, like you were talking about, when people have underactive throat chakras or overactive throat chakras, you will hear people clearing their throat like they're trying to literally get the blockage out of their throat. That is literally trying to clear the blockage out of their throat. The same with a person who is not telling the truth. And this is how all those amazing like lie detectors work is because they can check the pulse right in your neck. They can also check you're swallowing. If you start to swallow twice as much, they know you're not being truthful. Again, your respirations, all of that is right here in the fifth chakra. Well, what about yawning? Yawning too, hiccups too, mm-hmm. right? Even though the hiccup is related to the diaphragm, if you were breathing fully through the fifth chakra, fourth chakra, and third chakra, you'd never get the hiccups in the first place. Wow. Mm-hmm. Chronic coughs, right? And I'm going... <coughs> <coughs> right (laughs) i know all of a sudden we're like i'm not clearing my throat ever ever (laughs) so this is also where fear gets stuck in our throat our inability to cry or our need to want to scream to let it out this is all of the fifth chakra issues and also with that is losing your voice when you feel like you've lost your choice So when your choice has been taken from you, so this is trauma. If you feel like your voice has been taken from you, then so also has your ability to use your fifth chakra, which makes it really tricky when you're trying to deal with trauma because trauma tends to be at another chakra, one, two, three, four, and then the fifth chakra just jumps along for the ride. So it's usually a two chakra or more deal when you're dealing with trauma. The notion of handling our will over the divine means we give up the struggle of life. Like, right? Like, it's all yours. I trust you. But do we? Because we notoriously take it back and then make our own decisions. Because we feel like if we give up complete control, now we don't have any choice. But you do. You had the choice to hand it over. It's such a tricky little thing. The good news is that this is the start of where our faith is. The start of our self-knowledge and the, the start of our personal authority. And when we come to that place of true acceptance, then it's not so scary to hand over the control. It's well, easier it, for us. And it helps us to feel more balanced and centered too. Right. Absolutely. Because everything is in alignment. If it's the way I truly believed it to be, and if it's the way I trust and believe in my faith, then it will all work out the way it's exactly meant to be, whether it was the way I wanted it to be or not. 
<laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> this is our capacity to make decisions knowing that whatever we choose, we keep our word. We make a promise. We stick with the promise, right? Mm-hmm. That with that, that means that if I have told you I show up at five, I best show up at five, right? Mm-hmm. That's my commitment to my truth. Well, and you know, we talked about uh, low self-esteem is one of the issues of an unbalanced chakra. You know, how empowering is it to be able to stand by your word and show up? Yep, absolutely. And to know that every time you stand by your word, this makes you more balanced. The minute you don't stand by your word, you know notice how it affects you in the second chakra, the third chakra, the fourth chakra, like it, it causes a downhill slide. Absolutely. Some beneficial activities for this chakra are singing, chanting, reciting poetry, keeping a journal. You know, I, I kind of throw keeping a journal in for every single one of them, just because I love I, that. <laughs> the power of journaling, painting and dancing, you know, creative pursuits like that, letting yourself be free, owning your truth, things like that are great. Singing, Uh, even if you're not a great singer. Exactly. In fact, that makes it even more powerful if you, you know, feel kind of stifled in that area, but you're willing to do it anyway. Chanting, pranayama. Yep, yep, exactly. And I want the whole world to recite more poetry. I want us to get back into poetry more. I've gotten so, I've gotten where several of my teachers now are reading poetry at the studio. And I just love that so much. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna keep reading some poetry. Let's bring it back. Poetry it on up, baby. I do have a meditation for us. Meditating on the throat chakra, you want to use some kind of a sound meditation. Chanting Om or Satnam. I'm not a real big chanter, but I probably should be since I always feel like I need to work on this chakra. When I do my own meditations for this chakra, I generally use a Diva Pramal CD. And I don't know if you are familiar with her, but I just love her. Uh, But my favorite is Asota Ma Satgamaya. And it, in a nutshell, pretty much is get rid of the bad stuff and in the good. It's a good meditation when you're going through transformation in your life. Transformation as like divorce or your kids leave to go to college or even preparing for death um, is that is a good mantra. Not that we want to talk about that, but you know, but sitting there with uh, and chanting for one to three minutes is an easy way to power up that throat chakra. And some poses I have for this one are fish pose, and camel. But I was wondering, what do you think about Jalandharabandha? Jalandharabandha is a big one for this posture, especially if you're going to be working on uh, pranayama, because Mm -hmm. then you can use Jalandharabandha, which is the throat lock, in conjunction with your pranayama, ujjayi to create that vibration, and Jalandharabandha to create that control. It's Mm -hmm. super great. Therapeutic for the fifth chakra. I would throw in upward-facing dog. I would throw in... You know, sun salutations in general. Right. In addition to that, seated postures where you could be chanting or doing meditation in a group, like a rolling ohm is really incredible for group therapy for the fifth chakra. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And just a couple of fun quotes. And I know you might have a quote yourself too, but coming out of Carolyn Miss's book, The Anatomy of the Spirit, I love this. She says, genuine and complete healing requires honesty with oneself. Mm, I like that. It is very true mm-hmm. because no matter what we're trying to heal, if we're not all in and truthful with ourselves, we're never going to experience real healing, mm-hmm. true, complete healing. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. And then the other quote that I have from her book is understanding the energy consequences of our thoughts and beliefs, as well as our actions, may force us to become honest to a new degree. Mm, I like that. But it takes understanding first, Mm -hmm. knowing your truth. Yeah, I love those. Those are awesome. Well, I only have one quote, and this is a quote that I've been able to recite my whole life because when I was growing up, my mom had ripped it out of some magazine and she had it taped up on the inside of her vanity. And I always, when I would walk by, I would open the door to her little vanity room and it was always there and I would read it and I didn't realize I was memorizing it, how impactful it would be for me for my whole life. But, and I love it. So it is, you make me feel this way or that way is a self-imposed illusion. I alone make me feel any way. And for me, that one sums up the throat chakra for me because it helps me to own my truth. So awesome. Uh, Anyway, I just love that. You make me feel this way or that way is a self-imposed illusion. I alone make me feel any way. And I think that one has always stuck with me so much because you hear yourself say, you hear others say, oh my gosh, I he made me so mad because of X, Y, Z, or they made me so mad, or they made me this, they made me that. And we get to decide how we're going to react to the things around us. We get to decide how we're going to react to the things that come out of our, comes out of our mouth or what doesn't come out of our mouth. So kind of owning our own truth. And I think it's just pretty friggin' powerful. I love that. You know, I asked her about that and she remembered having it stuck up there, but she was baffled that it was something that stuck with me, you know, my whole life. And I was like, yeah, I've always just, it's not my quote, my life quote by any means, but it is probably up there in the top three. You know, it is funny the thing that our parents have around or what they say, the things they do that can impact our throat chakra that, you know, can make you feel like, oh, I don't need to say that. Or, you know, my mom always said I was great at this. So you just own it, you know? So it is kind of interesting. It's very, we have a lot of power in our hands as a parent. Got to be careful with that power. Careful. Absolutely careful. My life quote is experience is not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens to you. 100%. Yeah. And that's kind of almost the throat chakra quote also, because it goes into that self-esteem. It took me a long time to get there, though, and a lot of yoga and a lot of, you know, self-study and a lot of work before I could get to that place where I feel entirely in my truth now. And it wouldn't matter what anybody would say to me. I would just be able to look at them and say, hey, not my stuff. That's yours. See, and I agree with you on for me, but there's still the little girl that, you know, was told different things that if someone that I care about says different phrases to me, it'll rip off that bandaid in a second. It'll rip it right off. And I, you know, go wait. I, and I have to reassess and go, okay, wait, no, 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 no. You know, so I think, yeah, I try to do that also, but, you know, get that little girl that got told that she wasn't you know, that she was a little too chubby or that she was, you know, not smart enough to do this, that, or the other. But at the same time, because of those things that made me who I am and made me kind of go, oh, really? Watch this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Built up that third chakra instead. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, so a quick closing for the fifth chakra. Remember that it is your center of choice. It is affected by or creates effect in the thyroid, the throat, the ears, the nose, and that living in your truth is the best way to keep yourself healthy mm-hmm. and safe. Well, and let us know what you use to balance this chakra, you know, or if you even feel like whatever I say, whatever I want to say, but I am kind of curious because this is one we don't talk about as much. Right. Yeah. Cause we all clear our throat and go, <clears throat> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is two pittas on a pod signing off. Thank you for listening to two pittas on a pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.